Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We didn't get a lot of time to react to how spectacular Armando Salguero was yesterday on OutKick. So uh, if you had missed that yesterday, we played that in hour three, and the feedback was so incredible that I wanted to make sure that those of you who get up earlier in the day and might have missed that were able to hear it. You can react at Clay Travis on Twitter. I want to thank you guys as we start off uh, the first hour here on Wednesday. Right now, we are the number three sports podcast in America. And we set an all-time record in June, which followed the all-time record for listenership in March, April, May, and then June. And I think we're well on the way to setting another record in July. And that's because of you guys. Been busy at OutKick. Wild. Uh, a couple days ago, on, I guess it was Tuesday, Jason Whitlock, or Monday, Monday, Jason Whitlock went on the Tucker Carlson show, which is the highest rated sports, ca- I'm sorry, highest rated news show on cable in history. That's how many people are watching Tucker Carlson. Last night, I went on the Laura Ingram show. The feedback was phenomenal. So we've relaunched OutKick. If you haven't checked it out, OutKick.com. Uh, and site traffic has exploded. The number of you signing up for VIPs is 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 frankly off the charts. If you want to go sign up for Outkick VIP, you get an all-access line to uh, the radio program, uh, direct the VIP line. You also get 
uh, the ability to comment on our articles. We have a great message board that has blown up really rapidly in terms of all its activity. Jason Whitlock, myself, and other OutKick writers are going to be doing uh, different events uh, around the country that are exclusive for VIPs. And right now, although there's a stack of hundreds of these books that are going out, uh, I think a thousand of you or more are going to sign up for OutKick VIP alone just this week. Um, you get an autographed copy of my book. And uh, we're almost out of books. So if you want an autographed copy of my book and you want to sign up for OutKick VIP, go to OutKick.com right now. You'll see the, uh, the sign up. But the amount of support is off the charts. And I think one of the reasons why we were getting so much support is because of interviews like that with Armando Salguero, which you aren't going to hear anywhere else. Everybody else is either convinced that Colin Kaepernick is a saint and the greatest human being who has ever lived. They're buying the media uh, fake job that they have created around Colin Kaepernick, or they're afraid to point out that Colin Kaepernick is a fraud because they're afraid that the social media mob is going to come after him. I'm not worried about a social media mob. We got our own mob. It's the Outkick Nation. Let me bring in Eddie Garcia, find out what's shaking. Eddie, am I right that uh, MLS is returning? So we got American team sports for men coming back today. Is that right? Uh, that is correct, although one of the matches has been called off because some of the players for the Nashville team actually tested positive. Yeah, do we know why they tested positive? Are they out hanging out at the bars and living up their life? I don't I don't think they're supposed to be, but whether they were or not, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the answer there. I mean, I'm not surprised, again, when guys in their 20s end up out uh, hanging out, chasing girls, and I would bet if you go back into what happened – that's connected to the outbreak that we saw in Nashville and in Dallas. But there are games today, right? There are, yes. Uh, all right, what else you got for us? Well, obviously the big news is from the NFL, as usual. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Deshaun Jackson issuing two separate apologies for his anti-Semitic social media posts. Jackson posted a quote attributed to Adolf Hitler and expressed admiration for Louis Farrakhan, who's made several anti-Semitic statements over the years. The Eagles and NFL issued statements calling Jackson's post offensive, harmful, inappropriate, and divisive. The Eagles say that they're evaluating the situation and will take appropriate action. As I mentioned a moment ago, soccer, MLS postponing the uh, match between the Chicago Fire and Nashville SC after five Nashville players tested positive for COVID-19. Now back to Clay Travis and the Geico Outkick the Coverage Studios. Still kind of a big deal that men's team sports will resume today, even if you're not a big MLS fan. And by the way, did anybody see Christian Pulisic? Another goal for him with Chelsea yesterday? I, I think there's an argument to be made that Christian Pulisic is already the best men's soccer player in the history of the United States. He's only 21 years old. He is an electric talent if you want to watch it. Uh, if you haven't been watching him and you're looking for somebody to follow, uh, I'd buy stock in him if I could buy stock in any American athlete right now. I think he's going through the moon, uh, to the moon. It's going to be pretty incredible. I guess going through the moon would be tough. I mean, it it require like a heavy, boring uh, uh, drilling device to be able to go right through it. Uh, what do you guys think about the Deshaun uh, the Deshaun uh, Jackson news. What should happen? Should the Eagles release him? Uh, what do you think, Danny G? No, I don't think so. I, I think you nailed it during the opening segment. We need to cancel, cancel culture. Yeah. And so we all need to kind of pump our brakes. And it is troubling for, uh, like, you're going to talk to Jeff Schwartz about it, you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, 
that you can't sit there and think about what you're going to post before you post it. And if Deshaun Jackson is authentic with his apology and what he said afterwards, I'm wondering why he didn't think a little bit more about it before he actually posted it. What do you think? I think the most interesting part is comparing the NFL player reaction to Deshaun Jackson, who 100% posted something that was anti-Semitic, that was endorsing Hitler effectively and Hitler's opinions about Jews, and yet NFL players have said almost nothing. Drew Brees says he thinks kneeling for the national anthem is disrespectful, and the entire NFL player universe comes undone. Does that seem kind of crazy to you, Dub? I mean, yeah, there's definitely seems to be a little bit of a double standard there, but I'm I'm glad that he's not getting cut or fired because, yeah. I mean, cancel culture, I think, is literally my least favorite thing on earth, and I'm, that's not an exaggeration. I'm just not a big fan of it at all. I think it's crazy. People are inherently not perfect. Name me one perfect person who's never made a mistake. I'm glad Deshaun Watson is going to keep Deshaun his job, Jackson. I think. I think I Deshaun crossed Jackson, you over there. Excuse me. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, but be a yeah. lot bigger story, by the way, if Deshaun Watson <laughs> yeah, had done it. That would be a big story. I don't know if he'd be getting that big contract he's wanting after uh, Patrick Mahomes. But yeah, uh, definitely not a smart thing to say here by Deshaun Jackson. What do you think, Eddie? Uh, is this a cautiously optimistic, at least if you want to take a positive side here, that the cancel culture did not get Deshaun Jackson? Or is that a function of just an aberration? What do you think? Uh, I th- I think it's just an aberration um it is amazing as as you have pointed out and how and others have that the backlash against drew Brees and nothing is being said at all about deshaun jackson i haven't seen a single nfl player rip deshaun jackson no one certainly of note none of the 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 voices that were the loudest against drew Brees have said anything and it's absolutely amazing it is uh, certainly uh, ironic that deshaun jackson posts these things and oh by the way the general manager and the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, his bosses essentially are Jewish. And uh, it just, uh, yeah. I I mean, if they want to get rid of him, it's their business. They want to keep him, it's their business as well, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, When we come back, we'll dive into uh, some craziness that's going on already in the NBA bubble. They have already arrived down there. And we'll talk a little bit more about the return of sports, plus Jeff Schwartz. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Got the return of MLS, which is a big news story, only in the context of American men's team sports coming back is really starting to roll. And it's really starting to roll because the NBA players and teams are beginning to arrive at the NBA bubble. And Major League Baseball players are underway training back in their home stadiums. And also hockey, which we didn't really talk about very much, has agreed to return, I believe, on August 1st. So we are close now to sports being at a full sprint, effectively, from late July all the way, theoretically, through the Super Bowl. And it's going to be as wild and packed of a sporting calendar as you have ever seen, frankly. 
and as I have ever seen and if any of us have ever been able to enjoy. Uh, But there are a lot of differences compared to the normal schedule and not just because we're out of whack in terms of when these events are taking place, but also because of some of the wackiness associated with the way the games are going to be played. And the NBA bubble, did you guys see the food that was evidently provided to NBA players It looked like the worst uh, airplane food imaginable. I don't know how that's possible at at the middle of Disney World where you would think there would be a lot of access to a lot of different types of food. Did you guys see this, Danny G? Did you see the post? Yeah, Troy Daniels posted this. He now plays for the Nuggets. You're right. It's some sort of salad with uh, different little side containers and butter in one of them for the bread. In a bag of chips, it it does look like airplane food for sure. You would think that Disney would be rolling out the red carpet for these NBA athletes because they're not able to just go out and eat wherever they want. And, and I've been saying for a while, this is going to be an intriguing sort of storyline to follow the way Major League Baseball is coming back. And it appears to me that Major League Baseball players are basically going to have normal lives. They're going to live at home uh, in their home city. They'll be able to drive to and from uh, the ballpark. Now, you've heard different players. Like, uh, Did you see the? we had an article up about this at OutKick? Carlos Correa uh, had, uh, said about his wife that she's no longer allowed to go to the beauty parlor. Uh, she's got a sacrifice for the Houston Astros. Like, There's different stories out there uh, about maybe the way that baseball players might be adjusting their lives. But they're living inside of a relatively normal, uh, larger bubble, which is uh, a bit uh, abnormal for all of us right now. But then the NBA players are directly involved in the bubble. And yesterday we were talking with Chris Mannix, who said that he's going to actually be inside of that bubble down in Orlando uh, and was in the middle of preparing for that. We need to talk to him next week about all the details involved because this whole situation is going to be literally without precedent for the way that the NBA is going to finish off their season. Um, and, uh, and and we talked about this a little bit, but I am even more as the details about player names on the back of the jerseys have come out and the NBA goes full social justice warrior. I talked about this on Laura Ingram's show yesterday on Fox News last night, but I, I, I watched this situation in Hong Kong go on where all these protesters, if you remember Daryl Morey said, you know, free Hong Kong because the Hong Kong democracy protesters were terrified that China would do exactly what China has done, which is take away all the basic human rights of people in Hong Kong. And if you're not paying attention to this story, Chinese authorities went into Hong Kong libraries and pulled books off of the shelves that are pro-democracy. If you protest in Hong Kong right now, you are facing years in prison under new Chinese laws. And the Chinese uh, authorities are cracking down on protesters so much they are begging for American support. In fact, Hong Kong protesters are protesting using American flags as their symbol of defiance yet in the united states 
the NBA has so silenced any mention of China's flagrant human rights violations of their concentration camps, of any sort of endorsement of Hong Kong democracy. All these guys, Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, LeBron James, they want to pop off all the time and rip our country and rip our president. Yet if you tried to get free Hong Kong put on the back of your jersey, Adam Silver would show up and try to burn your jersey the minute that it was made to avoid offending his Chinese overlords. So when you guys hear that the NBA is putting social justice warrior slogans on their jerseys for the return of basketball, does it ring as hollow to you guys as it does to me based on the way that they are not allowing their guys to endorse basic human rights in China because it's bad for business? Danny G, does this ring as hollow to you as it does to me? I mean, it, I think it was Mike Scott the other day who said he would rather evoke change with actions. And I'm with him on that. I would rather let my doing do the talking rather than something on the back of my shirt. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically a hollow symbol for yeah. many people, I think. And that's how I feel about it. And, and I'm with actually with Michael Jordan. When they were thinking about this Orlando bubble, go all the way back to that. Remember how MJ said, let's try to keep things as normal as possible, as yeah. comfortable as possible. Let's not change uh, the format and change things up. Uh, let's get it right for the American public as far as getting some sports back on TV and let's lift up the country in that manner. If, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Now, I understand that some players, you know, were dragging their feet a little bit about coming back because they did not want this to interrupt a movement that they're a part of. But at the same time, you being on a grand scale on national TV and you speaking your mind afterwards, to me, that is the biggest uh, mountain you could be on top of. That is a big voice for you to have. So, once again, what you're doing with your actions and what you could actually say and talk to a, a nationally televised audience after a game, that could push what you want rather than something worded on the back of your jersey. It is hollow. Yeah, I think it's totally a sham. I mean, honestly, if you want to be social justice warriors, then you need to apply the same logic that you are requesting in America around the world. And I am sick of seeing athletes, whether it's Megan Rapino, whether it's LeBron James, insert athlete's name here, ripping American institutions to the high heavens and then kneeling at the altar of Chinese communists and not saying a word about what they are doing to their people. Because here's the deal. Your actions become propaganda for the Chinese authoritarian government. When the NBA players show up and they are ripping American institutions, China is going to use that as propaganda for its people and say, see, things suck in America. And the reality is America is imperfect and always will be imperfect because it is a country created by humans and humans by our nature are imperfect. But there has never been a better nation that has embraced freedom more than the United States in the history of the world. If NBA players tried to say 
negative things about China, like they are saying about the United States, they would disappear. They would never be heard from again. They would go into concentration camps. Their families might also disappear. We're talking about Chinese government in Hong Kong going into libraries and pulling books about democracy off the shelves and not allowing people to read them. When Adam Silver said he had respect, mutual respect for China, that occurred on the day that China began to arrest people who were protesting for basic human rights in China. The NBA is so full of crap, and frankly, the sports media is so full of crap as well that I'm probably the only show in the entire country that will actually point out this blatant hypocrisy. The NBA is woke when being woke makes them money. The minute that real human rights abuses are taking place, they don't say a word. They shut up and dribble for their Chinese masters. Dub, do you find this as intensely hypocritical as I do? I do. I think it's totally hollow. And one thing I'm curious about is like the percentage of players that will actually use one of these slogans instead of their last name. Because I feel like a lot of players are going to do it just because they're afraid that they'll be called. You That's know, right. Not they're, racist, they're afraid but of the, they're they're afraid the, of the social media mob, right? Because exactly. it's amazing to me that in this day and age, people want, like individuality is just out the window. Like if you don't do what everybody else does, if you don't get in line and shut up and be a good mob member, then you get attacked. And I think there, I think you're right, Dub. I think there are a lot of players who are afraid of what the mentions will be in their, uh, in their, in their social media if they don't get in line and put some sort of slogan on their jersey as opposed to their name. And by the way, I would, if I were an NBA player, what I would say is I'm fine with anybody who wants to make a statement. But if you're not going to give me complete autonomy to say whatever I want on my jersey. I'm not going to pick one of the pre-approved slogans that has been negotiated for. I would want to put free Hong Kong on my jersey because I care about billions of people around the world having the same basic human rights as the United States and because I believe the United States is still a shining city on a hill, a beacon of liberty and light and justice for the rest of the world. I'm not as interested in ripping apart the institutions that have created the best government in the history of mankind in my own country as I am in lifting up people around the world to one day be able to aspire to American values. So I would want to put free Hong Kong on my jersey, and if I were an NBA player, that's what I would say publicly. And I understand that that would be like, oh my God, what in the world is Clay Travis saying? He's stepping outside the lines of acceptable uh, protest But think about how ridiculous that phrase is in the first place. Acceptable protest. What the NBA is doing is propaganda, and it's propaganda for people who hate America around the world to use as evidence of this country's imperfections. What about you, Eddie? Does this this ring as hollow to you as it does uh, so far to the rest of the show? 
Yeah, and and when I heard that there was going to be a pre-approved list of what players could put on their jerseys, and granted, the Players Association did sign off on it, uh, but I, I thought that's exactly why they're doing it, because it, it just in case they needed insurance, in case a player was going to say something specifically about China, and there was no way they were going to allow that. And so I think that's exactly why they felt like they needed to get this pre-approved list to, to allow Which is why it rings so hollow, right? Because the, uh, the NBA and other athletes are fantastic when it comes to speaking out, when speaking out makes them more money. But I haven't ever heard LeBron James say to Nike, hey, come, why don't you make my sneakers in an inner city neighborhood in the United States? We're asking people to pay 180 or $200 uh, for sneakers. Why don't you give inner city, un, uh, especially in this day and age when so many people are unemployed, why don't you make my shoes here? I'll make a little bit less money, Nike. I'm fabulously wealthy from playing basketball. I want tens of thousands of people in the United States who otherwise might not be employed. I want them to be able to be employed in a factory in the United States making my shoes. That would actually be brave of LeBron James. And I do want to give LeBron credit for stepping out and drawing attention to all of the murders of young, innocent black kids that are occurring around the country right now. Uh, it, it's amazing how quiet things are when awfulness happens, but awfulness isn't connected to the police. Now, I'm not saying police are perfect. We got a ton of people all over the country. I hear from law enforcement all the time who listen to this show uh, all over the country. It's amazing how the media only covers awful things that police do and it's amazing how by and large stories only go viral on social media when police are to blame for uh for for infractions as opposed to when others are to blame what we're seeing happen all over this country by the way is eminently predictable when you attack the police when you talk about defunding law enforcement in new york and chicago and baltimore and Nashville, where I live, and Birmingham, Alabama, and Philadelphia, all over the country, kids are getting killed because police aren't able to protect them as they typically would be because people have decided that police are awful. And yet, the results of all of those murders, and make no mistake, the murder rate is skyrocketing across the country, and the vast majority of people who are dying are black, the people that are protected by police don't make headlines until suddenly the police aren't there and death starts to rain down across the country. I'm disgusted by the fact that our discussion in the United States about policing has focused almost exclusively on the idea that police are awful and we need to defund them as opposed to pointing out that some police like some members of professions all over the country, whether you're a doctor, lawyer, architect, or janitor, you don't deserve your job. There are lots of bad employees, no matter what the profession is anywhere. Police are not exempt from that either. But the vast, vast majority of police are saving tens of thousands of lives, most of them black, if you look at the crime rates every single day in this country. And the fact that we have demonized police makes me sick and the NBA is a big part of it frankly because I haven't heard a single NBA player come out and say hey you know what 
I love the police. They are saving so many lives. We need to support them even while we recognize that they are imperfect. I heard a lot of people say when the protests were going on, oh, most protesters aren't violent. We have to excuse all the looting and the rioting that's going on because that's a small minority of the protesters. So we want to give the benefit of the doubt to protesters who are rioting and looting and shooting police officers and destroying public property. But we don't give the benefit of the doubt to police officers at all. Media is broken in this country, y'all. And sports uh, media and athletes are a big part of the reason why. And, and man, you know why this show is surging? Because there's so few people out there actually willing to speak the truth there. So I got on a little bit of a rant here, but I know I got police officers listening to me all over the country. Thanks for what you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are seeing the results of defunding the police already going on all over this country. And the result is a lot more dead bodies. I'm fired up. I just, I get so sick of the stupidity that I see propagated in the media every single day on a variety of different subjects. But when you know it's 100% what the result is going to be, dead bodies stacking up like crazy because police aren't able to do their jobs because media have decided that they're going to demonize the police and make them all look like they're awful. Meanwhile, they're out there singing the praises of protesters and looters and rioters and being like, well, you know, most protest is, 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 is totally peaceful. Yeah, right. And 99.9% of police officers on a day-to-day basis are doing the right thing too, but I don't hear media saying that. You paint with a broad brush when it comes to condemning police. You don't paint at all when it comes to pointing out how many people are rooting and, lie, uh, and, and rioting, looting and rioting. It's crazy. Roberto, you with me that this rings hollow for the NBA? Yeah, man. I'm more about uh, seeing the players, you know, actions, seeing the players' actions and reading or seeing some kind of slogan in on, on their jersey. Unanimous here. First Amendment's always alive and well, but there ain't a lot of support for what the NBA's doing, particularly because it seems so hypocritical in the larger context. When we come back, Jeff Schwartz joins us. He's a guest host, set in last week uh, for this program. He's also an eight-year former NFL veteran who happens to be Jewish. What did he think about Deshaun Jackson's comments and the comparative silence from fellow NFL players? We will discuss. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We're joined now by Jeff Schwartz. Jeff, thanks for sitting in last week. Appreciate you getting up early with us. All right, let's start here. You were an eight-year veteran of the NFL. You're also Jewish. Those things don't necessarily overlap very often. And so this puts you squarely in the center of this Deshaun Jackson uh, stupid Instagram statement that he made, which honestly, I don't even really understand what he's trying to do. I don't understand. But when you're quoting Hitler in a positive way, 
should this kind of set off alarm bells? Maybe I shouldn't do this, uh, particularly when it, uh, when it when it deals with quoting Hitler in a positive way uh, involving anybody who is Jewish. Uh, I mean, what? let's start here. How dumb was Deshaun Jackson to post what he posted in the first place? Well, first of all, it was a fake Hitler quote. It wasn't even real. I don't even okay? know. I read it, and I was like, this is so dumb, I can't even – like, you ever hear somebody say something, and maybe some of you are like, I hear it every day from you, Clay. All right, whatever. But you ever hear people say something that's so dumb – you're not dumb enough to even be able to unpack the stupidity of it. I feel like that happens a lot on social media. So when I saw people started sending me this Deshaun Jackson quote and I pulled it up and I read it, I was like, this is so dumb that I'm not even sure what he's trying to say. You ever, you ever like see that? Yeah. Like, like somebody's like, oh, you know, like they send a comment and you're like, this is like, you're literally so stupid. I can't even figure out, I can't even put on my, I'm going to pretend I'm stupid hat and try to figure out what you're saying. <laughs> That's the way I felt about this Deshaun Jackson comment. So, you know, it, it, the, 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 the text itself, I mean, look, there's, if you want to debate, what race the first Israelites were, I, fine, I guess. I mean, Jewish people don't care. We don't talk about race. It's not talked about in the Old Testament. Like, if Deshaun wants to have that discussion and post about that, sure, but that's not really what he posted, right? He posted a fake quote from Hitler who exterminated Jews, and then also within the text there was talk about World War Three and how we're exploring America and all those other things. And then he kind of apologized, but not really. He just was like, I didn't mean to offend people, but I sort of stand by what I posted. Um, it just was a really weird sequence of events. And um, I just I felt like talking about it because, like I said, like you said, you know, one of the, the only Jewish NFL players, even former NFL players. Um, it was a weird day yesterday. I didn't really expect the day to go quite like that. Um, what kind and, of response uh, did you get for your comments about – Deshaun's comments. Um, I mean, pr- pretty much overwhelming. I mean, you know, the the Jewish population is very small, yeah, and we have been attacked for for you know thousands of years now. Um, but I'm you know, I'm not looking for sympathy. Like, I don't think he should be cut or released. Yeah, I don't think that he should be. You know, he should he should lose his job for this. I think it's an opportunity for him to learn and to grow. Like I I, I think that most Jewish people, most most of them were like, yeah, that's that's what this is for. Like he shouldn't lose his job uh, for these comments, uh, for what he posted on, on Instagram. So it was mostly positive. I mean, there were some people that, like I said, that got into the discussion about, you know, how I was racist because I, I didn't believe the Jews were a certain race, which I never said. Like, I didn't say anything about that. I, I Like I said, I like, whatever, okay. Like, there's no talk about that in Judaism. So there's never – we're never told – what race their first people were like i i never even i never even actually never even thought about that until yesterday like it never even crossed my mind because we don't talk about it and so um otherwise it was it was mostly positive i mean people were uh, surprised um you know more didn't speak out but i kind of had an easy answer for that and i know you tweeted about this morning and other people did yesterday you know with black lives matter uh, those are you know there's there's a, that movement is near and dear to a lot of players, right? It, it hits it hits home for them. Um, you know, play other other players in the NFL, white players, um, you know, they can they can easily see why it matters to their teammates. And it's easy for them, in my opinion, to just say like, hey man, I'm with you, right? Like I'm like I, I support you. You're my teammate. I support your cause. There's no Jews in the NFL. There's like three of us. So like there's not going to be a, a big rush to 
to support three Jewish NFL players who probably aren't that offended by this. I mean, I'm not that offended by what Deshaun did. Um, so that's why there's not like a, a, a rushing of, of people in the NFL to condemn Deshaun Jackson. And the sad part is, Clay, there are a lot of people that probably feel like Deshaun Jackson. About like Steven Jackson, so, who came out well, and that, said, I don't know if you saw this, but the I, former, I NBA, former NBA player who got all this attention for his relationship with George Floyd – and he comes out and he says, basically, I'm endorsing everything Deshaun Jackson said. I mean, it's just the amount of idiocy. And you're, you're right on some level that maybe the response in the NFL is different because there aren't that many Jewish players. But this is not a tough call, right? Like, there aren't that many Asian people in the NFL either. And if you come out and you say something that is blatantly racist against Asian people and uh, and 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 like what Deshaun Jackson said to me, like only speaking out when something directly influences you is an exact opposite of what everybody's saying about Black Lives Matter. They're like, oh, white people, your silence is complicity, right? Like if you're not out there aggressively ripping racism then your silence is complicity. Yet when right. it comes to what Deshaun Jackson said about Jewish people, which is a uh, which is a flagrantly uh, inappropriate and offensive and racist, however you want to classify right. it, anti-Semitic comment, they don't do the same thing. Yeah, right. The hypocrisy think, of athletes who are yeah. like, "Oh, you've got to you've got to confront you know racism and anti-Semitism and 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 hate everywhere you see it." And then if it doesn't directly impact them, they shut up. Like Drew Brees says his opinion about the national anthem, and it feels like the entire NFL stands up and rips him. I haven't seen a single current NFL player rip Deshaun Jackson for what he said. Right. I mean, I think there's different levels to this, right? You know, the reason why Drew Brees, in my opinion, was was ripped is not because – he believes a certain thing about the, the, the anthem. It's more that he said it's disrespectful. And, you know, he had four years to basically kind of get his message right on this, and he just didn't do it. And so that, that I think, bothered people more but, than just his But there's sense. nothing like wrong it, with what Drew Brees said, right? Right. right. I, I want to make this clear. I, I agree with you there, but he could have easily said, Clay, the exact same thing he said, but then said, I support my teammates. At some point, in some point in that thing, he could have said, "I support my teammates who kneel," but here's why I stand for the anthem. No one would have, no one would have told him anything. Like no one would say anything to him. It would have been like, "Great job, Drew. You got your point out. Why you're why you stand for the anthem, but you also just said, "I support my teammates who kneel." Like he but, could have just done that. The, you like grown men put up videos of themselves crying because of what Drew Brees said. And the media, by and large, said, oh, it's so brave of you to put up a video of you crying because of somebody else's opinion. Deshaun Jackson is – and look, Drew Brees' opinion I happen to agree with 100%, right? My personal opinion is the same as Drew Brees'. But if you disagree with me, whatever, it's the First Amendment. I'm not going to get on the camera and cry because somebody has a different opinion than me. We praise collectively – and we haven't – I just haven't seen – like Malcolm Jenkins is like, oh, you know, it's important to stand up. Like I haven't seen him say a word. I, I, but I do think that there is 
Um, there are people that do agree with what Deshaun Jackson said. His general principle of you know of you know the first Israelites were black, and I mean people are you know very passionate about that. I've seen that in my responses, and so I think people do kind of agree with Deshaun Jackson and some of the principles that, that he said. So maybe that's why people haven't spoken out. But look. Jews have been easy targets yep. for years, right? Thousands of years. And so um, eventually it just becomes something that is just not really discussed. I mean, I think people misunderstand what anti-Semitism is. I mean, just, you know, my, my issue with what Deshaun did yesterday is that he didn't even realize that I was anti-Semitic. Like he yeah, kind of right. didn't even realize why that could be hurtful to Jews. And look, let's be honest, um, Jews in America um, – are doing well for the most part, right? And so it's hard to feel sorry for a bunch of people who typically are white who are doing well in America. Like, I, I mean, it's not like I, – I, I'm not surprised people well, did you not can, get – Well, you can – and here, here you, you probably, uniquely, almost like someone who is a very light-skinned black person, for instance, you can move through society and see people saying anti-Semitic things because they don't know you're Jewish. Right. I'm sure in your life you have had that happen to you because you play in the NFL and people don't know you're Jewish. And like you hear somebody make a uh, a Jewish slur and it's they have no clue you're Jewish. Correct. It happens. It's happened all the time. Yes. And, and like, I guess, I guess you get used to it, but it doesn't really like in the end, though, I mean, the slur doesn't really affect my life. I mean, yeah, like so like it's not. So that's why I think, look, I'm not like I'm not upset people didn't didn't really come out to defend, you know, to defend Jews. I mean, like I said, I think there's plenty of reasons why they didn't, and they're kind of valid reasons in my opinion, but I understand why people, you know, the, the hypocrisy of people getting really upset with Breeze could be, you know, could be looked at as like, hey, you know, where's the same energy with the Sean Jackson comment? Like, I mean, the point is the Players Coalition to me, if you are going to argue that you're creating the Players Coalition to try to erase racism and make the world a better place, shouldn't the Players Coalition in the NFL condemn what Deshaun Jackson said, even though Deshaun Jackson is black and even though there aren't that many people who are Jewish in the NFL, there are still a lot of Jewish NFL fans. And if the Players Coalition yeah. truly cares about trying to make justice in the world a better place, isn't the precedent, shouldn't the precedent be the same no matter who the speaker is? Because if yeah. you know you reverse the races and spin it around here and uh, you know we had a Riley Cooper incident, uh, again, the Players Coalition would 100% condemn Riley Cooper for making a racist comment. Why wouldn't they do the same against Deshaun Jackson? Yeah. I, mean, I just think that just, again, there's just not a lot of Jewish players in the NFL that, you know, that people feel like you stand up for. I mean, I was it, one of my trainers in, in my career used to always say to me, you know, you should be owning the team, not playing for the team, right? I mean, like yeah. that, so there's, there's, you know, there's, I, I think half, maybe half the NFL owners um, are Jewish. I mean, it's just, it's just not something that, um, you know, that, that needs defending, I think, all the time. And I just think that, you know, there are a lot of times um, players have never met a Jewish person before. I mean, I, I would venture to believe that Deshaun Jackson has never had a conversation about religion, about religion with, with, I've never had. <laughs> Tell your daughter we said hi. <laughs> um, she, my, my kids are at the age, so they'll be six and four in like a week. And they're at different ages with cartoons now. So, like, my son's watching Castle, like, he's watching, like, cartoons that are too old for my daughter. And so every morning there's, like, a battle with what cartoon to watch. Um, so I just think that, you know, there's, 
there's there's a lot of athletes have never a lot of athletes have never talked to Jewish players before, never talked about religion with Jews before. They don't understand Judaism as well as they think they do, or where we come from. So that's being part of this as well. Deshaun has maybe never had a conversation with with a Jewish person about religion before. Yeah, yeah, and it's fascinating. I, I you know, I was raised. My grandparents were all very religious, and it's interesting if you are an evangelical Christian as I was raised then you are taught the exact opposite of anti-Semitism, that Jewish people are the greatest people who have ever lived in the history of right. mankind because yes. Jesus was Jewish. And uh, and, and so um, it's always, everybody's religious upbringing is different, but I, I, it, it's always kind of fascinating to see how, what people believe and what they don't. What I would say is, I'm very big. The First Amendment is about tolerance, right? You have to tolerate everybody's different opinions, whether it be religion, whether it be politics or whatever else. One of the things that I would like to see athletes do is be consistent in their messaging. And to me, if you are going to rip to the high heavens, everybody for, uh, for a variety of different things like the NFL Players Coalition has done, you should be willing to turn that criticism in-house when one of your members says something inappropriate, even if he happens to be black and even if the target happens to be Jewish, because you know that if this was a white player who was saying something inappropriate about a black player, the Players Coalition would release a statement yeah. 10 seconds after it was made. I, you know, I'm very curious about the religion part of this. Like, if I said something as a Jewish person that was – derogatory about Jesus, let's say, or yeah. I don't even know what I would say. I mean, I don't, I don't like, I don't <laughs> never, I've never even thought about saying, but like, can you come back you know, with us, by the way, for one more segment here yeah. to finish up? Yeah, yeah. All right. This is outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. We're joined now by John Morosi at J O N M O R O S I. John, thanks for getting up early with us. Uh, well, it appears things are moving in a fairly positive direction. Uh, at this point in time, would you be stunned if we aren't seeing baseball come, I guess it's what, July 23rd? Yes, I would be, Clay, and good morning. Uh, I, I think that certainly there have been some testing uh, issues the last several days in terms of results not being uh, communicated in a timely fashion, which has resulted in some workouts across the major leagues being canceled uh, in the last few days. But uh, the hope and expectation is that MLB, perhaps by getting a second testing center involved will be able to um, address those issues and and that things should move forward because to your point uh, the season the regular season now begins two weeks from tomorrow two weeks from tomorrow um, well that's kind of sneaking up on, uh, on on a lot of people I think now what are uh, you hearing about the optimism of how the season will go and how many are we basically done with players announcing they won't be playing? It's a great question, Clay, on, on the players announcing that they may be opting out. Uh, it, certainly the, those decisions could come at any time. So uh, at, at, I would really not say that we are uh, finished with, with hearing um, but it, but it seems decisions. less likely sorry to cut you off but when guys start to train to get back into shape to play 
it seems less likely with every day of training that someone would put in the time to train and then when the games are actually getting close to starting you would suddenly decide I'm not going to do this right I mean just kind of intuitively if if you told me uh hey you know like uh if I'm not going to play I don't want to get in shape to then not play right right I think that I would say that you're right Clay that with every day you're probably seeing a diminished possibility of of players opting out the only reason you would see it uh happening is if perhaps the, the players uh believe they're not comfortable in the current situation or uh, they've, they've grown uh, um, uncomfortable with, this, with just the number of restrictions that are on them now because that, that's a, a big part of being a major league player is that uh, you're expected to not necessarily live in the bubble, so to speak, because it's a little different arrangement right now, but abide by a lot of the, the, the guidelines in terms of what you're doing uh, when you're away from the ballpark. You've got a player uh, with the Cleveland Indians who uh, has been kept away uh, for the last several days uh, because he attended a party uh, that did not observe social distancing over the weekend, and and uh, they want to be out of, out of an abundance of caution, very very careful with him rejoining the group until they're certain that he does not have COVID nineteen. So it's it's not just what you're doing at the ballpark this year for those players, Clay. It's what you're doing away from the park, and I think that the teams and the players all realize the importance of having full buy-in on that. And if people do buy in well, I think there's a very strong chance that the overall enterprise is going to be successful. Well, Major League Baseball's actually done, potentially if this works well, a pretty good job of allowing its players to have normal lives while also still playing the game, right? Compared to the NBA, where they've been a lot more aggressive and they're putting everybody kind of in this bubble, in Major League Baseball, correct me if I'm wrong, guys will be able to live at home, wives, kids, you know, normal home existence, and they're playing in their normal home cities and their normal home stadiums. And they're traveling, you know, I know it's a regional schedule, but they're still hopping on planes and traveling to other locations. Baseball will look way more normal this year than the NBA will, assuming that everything goes according to plan. Correct. Uh, I think that that's a fair statement, Clay. And, and I, I do believe, though, that in those cases, um, the 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 key thing is being able to be around your family and, and have those routines and, of course, being in accordance with whatever the local uh, rules are, wherever you happen to be living in terms of what you're able to do when you're home. Uh, but I, there is that general guidance that is going to be the same no matter uh, if you're in a bubble in Orlando or Vegas or in your hometown in Baltimore or Chicago, wherever it may be, which is uh, just for the, the good of the overall enterprise, uh, avoid crowds. And that's, that's when you're away from the ballpark. That, that's going to be, the I think, the key thing that, that's going to be said to the players. And, and I, I really do think, Clay, from my conversations with, with players, uh, they realize how important these couple weeks are. The intake testing has happened. We have seen multiple uh, players testing positive for COVID-19, which is not a surprise. And the, the key thing is now going to be to make sure that we, we do not see a, a large uptick in cases where there's infection happening since the players have reported to their teams. There was the expectation, as I mentioned, that you were going to have players testing positive just because there's a certain rate of positive tests around the country, but that you do not want it to happen once the players are in their setup with the teams. And and that is now, I think, the the crucial part of the next couple weeks. All right, I'm looking at the odds to win the World Series. I don't even know if you know these or if you've paid much attention to them. But here are the four teams that are most favored to win the World Series this year. Yankees are plus 380, 
Dodgers tied with them at plus 380. Astros 8 to 1, Braves 13 to 1. I'll go ahead and give you a few more. Twins are 15 to 1, Washington Nationals are 18 to 1. Does that seem reasonable to you? What other teams to you should stand out and have chances? Obviously, in a 60-game season, I would say that there's a lot more wildness that can happen than would traditionally happen in a 162-game season. You're right. Uh, I, I think that the Dodgers, to me, are the best team in baseball. I, I have not seen a better roster top to bottom than what the Dodgers have. Their pitching is incredibly deep. They've already lost David Price, uh, who was opted out, but I still think that they've got the best pitching depth of anybody in the National League and maybe even better overall than what the Yankees have. Uh, The Astros, they're going to be such an interesting team, Clay. We've talked about them a lot, obviously, the last six months or so for different reasons. Um, Of course, they're not going to have to deal with the negativity of fans uh, because the fans largely won't be there this season, we expect. Uh, But they also have to deal with the fact that they've got a little bit of an aging roster in some respects, and they've got no Garrett Cole. So I don't know that I would have them as being the third most likely team to win the World Series. Uh, but still, they've got Verlander and Granke and McCullers. They've got a, a very good team and a very good rotation. Um, the Braves, an intriguing team. Of course, they've had Felix Fernandez uh, and Nick Marcakis both opting out. Um, it's a really interesting team. I'll give you a couple, couple clubs to watch, actually a few. The Reds, Diamondbacks, and White Sox. I think those three teams are poised to be major surprise teams and make the playoffs this year after missing it last year. Those three teams, if I were looking for an underdog that I think could actually make some real noise in the playoffs, I'd mention those three ball clubs. You just mentioned David Price and his decision to sit out the season and still said you'd think the Dodgers is the best team, are the best team in baseball. What is the impact to David Price's decision? Will he be the biggest name uh, player, in your opinion, to elect not to return? He may be. Uh, as, as you look at the, the players that have already opted out, there's certainly some very well-known names in the game. Felix Hernandez, as I mentioned as well, and, and Nick Markakis has a chance at 3,000 hits. Uh, but David Price, obviously, is a star, and he's, he's been in his league for such a long time. I, I think that David probably will be, if not the most well-known one of them uh, to opt out, uh, and you can understand why. It's, it's, a, it's a matter of uh, a family for him and, and making that decision, but uh, he will likely come back next year for the final year of his contract with the Dodgers. It's remarkable that it's already now to the end of the deal that he's got one more season left. But I, I think that, again, we probably will see a handful more players opting out. The other curious part that I've got, Clay, is as you look to the future, if it's mid-September and your team is out of it and you're a veteran player who's already made a lot of money in oh, the yeah. game, do you, do you then opt out with half the season left and say, you know what, uh, I want to be with my family right now because we're out of the pennant race. That could be one more decision that we see happen. Yeah, that's pretty intriguing, although you would think maybe you would have to be a disaster in the first 30 games to be able to knock yourself completely out of contention right. uh, in general, you would think. But who knows? Maybe somebody comes out of the gate and they're – uh, 11 and 19 or whatever the heck it might be 10 and 20 and they're like screw it we're done although this also points to how important getting out of the gate is and effectively I'm not great at math but you're almost dealing with every game counting for three uh, and so it's going to put a lot of pressure on the opener for Major League Baseball in a way that a lot of people say, you know, April and May you're just trying to get your sea legs under you guys aren't really worried too much you don't have that luxury 
correct. And you think about that, Clay. It's a great point about each game counting as three. If you lose three in a row, it's like losing nine in a row. Yeah. <laughs> nine in a row. Think about that and how, how dramatically devastating that would be for your season under normal circumstances. So you're right. And we still have a trade deadline. So you and I always talk every summer, usually right around this time of year, about the trade deadline. We still have one. It's August 31st, uh, and it's after only 30 games, give or take. And so you're going to have teams like the Cleveland Indians, who've got a star player in Francisco Lindor, do you trade them? Uh, how how good do you have to be to be a clear buyer? And how, how bad must you be to be a clear seller? And the other point that was brought up to me yesterday, I think it was a very good one, is the notion of trading players uh, among teams in, in this time where you're, you're set up based on how you're monitoring things from a public health standpoint and your team's own protocols, to trade players in and out of those environments will be pretty disruptive. And, and it's going to be really interesting to make sure that you have a, a good amount of in tell on who the player is on and off the field before making those kinds of moves. Quickly to finish, do you expect that baseball is going to have a high standard to avoid shutting down? In other words, what would it take for them in October to suddenly say, ah, we're scrapping it? If they get to October, Clay, I I think they'll find a way to play the postseason because you can move that set up around the country if you had to even internationally if you wanted to, to find any place to be able to put the games on TV and finish the season. So if you get to the playoffs, I think they'll be able to finish it somewhere, somehow. Uh, I would say that the, maybe the, the greater concern is if multiple teams had large outbreaks during the regular season, that is what would make me concerned. Outstanding stuff as always. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, oh, oh. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.